Hey, it's me, Stephanie, and this is Sanctioned by Stephanie. And uh, today we have, uh, <laughs> I call him boss. I call, a lot of people call him a lot of different names. <laughs> From asshole to a nice guy. From asshole to nice guy to uh, thank you, sir. <laughs> Please give it up for Adam Walsh, Mr. Knucklehead. What the hell is going on, everybody? Yeah. And I want to give a special shout out to everybody over here on the Knuckleheads page, on my page, watching. Thanks, y'all, for tuning in. A little impromptu show, but Stephanie. Yep. I love you, girl. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. Thank you for being here. Absolutely. She real, real quick. She brought me down river. She claims to be the down river diva. I come down here. I think I'm going to see a bunch of fucking broke down pickup trucks in, <laughs> in driveways, a bunch of toothless people begging at the gas station. I come down here. Everybody's driving new cars. Their lawns are cut. They got their teeth. Yeah. It's lovely. You yeah. guys live in a great part of down river. We're in, we're in the decent part. Yeah. I mean, you go a little bit further uh, south or north here, you'll start to see uh, the less and less teeth as you go. A little bit more of a meth problem. Oh yeah. What and the further you go down even south, south further, if you get down to Monroe where we grew up, you got the heroin addicts. So <laughs> there's a lot of well, shit. We got that happening. up where I'm at too. Hell yeah. Hell hey, yeah. real quick, Emberly, just cause we both. She's a favorite. Yeah. She's, uh, hey, y'all, she's on board to Miami right now, but love you. She says, uh, do great like we always do. Aw, thanks, Sam. Be safe down there, and we expect keychains when you get back. Hell, yeah. She's having a, f- a fun time at that festival. It's going to be great. It's going to be WWE great. WWE wrestling down there. She started rubbing it in in my face on Friday. <laughs> I'm like, this is some bullshit. You're going to SmackDown? No. So let's talk about you. Let's talk about you. How we do in this uh, in this uh, whole scheme here with the with the sanctioned by Stephanie stuff. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Like, how did you um, how did you get into comedy? You want the sad sappy story, or I you want, want the real shit? We want the whole. I, I want the whole enchilada. Uh, I'll give you a piece. I'll, I'll give you. Mo- I'll give you most of it, but I won't get into the sappy shit. Okay. Uh, my dad had passed away. Okay. And I was in this, I was in a bad way. I was at the bottom of bottles, both liquor and pill, mm-hmm. and I just didn't give a shit anymore. Right. And uh, just I had something change for me. And actually, when it happened, uh, America's Got Talent was out in the background. And right. Howie Mandel was looking at Drew Lynch, and if you guys don't know Drew Lynch, he is one of my favorites. And I swore on the Knuckleheads page, I am going to book him one day. One day. But how he looked at him and he goes, comedy comes from your deepest, darkest places. Yeah. I, you're not at a deeper, darker place than being at the bottom of pills and liquor and everything else. Right. Like, I just didn't give a fuck. Right. Absolutely. So I said, I'm going to try comedy. Yeah. Everybody had told me, try stand up before. You know, I, you've heard me. I've messed around, do the impressions. I right. do a little everything. Yeah. But uh, I just, I finally started writing a little bit. I didn't have the first idea where to start. So I hopped on a bus, went down to Lima, Ohio met up with my brother, and then we drove to Cincinnati for America's Got Talent. Okay. That was the first time I ever did Comedy. any sort of stand-up. Yeah. yeah. You just And how'd you put that set together? I, I didn't. You didn't? You I just, just I had a fly. bunch of random shit. Random stuff. Yeah, it wasn't structured. It wasn't nothing. Yeah. Like, I don't look, like, some people are like, oh, well, don't you think that was a waste of a trip? Hell no. No. That was the, that was the door opening, because if it weren't for me doing that right there and getting the laughs I did get with what I had, right? imagine if I did structure it. Right. And uh, I ended up coming back to town, and there was a few people on my friends list that had heard. And mm-hmm. one of my buddies worked over at Polsky's. 
Okay. And he was like, dude, we got a, a comedy night. You know, here's the guy to hit up. See what you can do about getting on. Okay. And uh, God bless him, man. Uh, Josh Wayhang runs that room, and he put me on. Mm-hmm. I told him I'd never done it before. I didn't know anything. Right. And then uh, it, it that night was rowdy at that room. And I met Justin Pettick that night. Okay. And he uh, he introduced me to a lot. Yeah. He did the open mics, and me and him just started hitting open mics together and everything. And then I finally realized, like, yeah, I'm funny. This isn't going to go anywhere as a stand-up comic, though. Right. So I looked at the business side of running shows. Right. And ever since then... I can still get that fixed, like a heroin addict. Right, right, I can right. still get up and get my laughs for 10, yeah, 15 minutes. For you've, sure. you've watched I've me. seen you do it, yes. You've ran a show and I've gone up yeah, and like, hey, yeah. I'm going up. Okay, I need like two jacks because I need to calm down right now. <laughs> and I'm going to be honest, though. There are times, and there are comedians uh, like Kara Karachi, for instance. Right. And I give this as an example because this was probably the last time I really felt bad about cutting somebody. Right. And I went up to her at the uh, Jefferson Yacht Club. Mm-hmm. It was a private party. I wasn't scheduled to perform yep that was earlier in the year right? yeah yep. okay. and i went up and i was like do you guys mind if i do a few minutes and with that lineup i really felt bad asking but it was such a good room and i had yeah. that vibe that i just wanted to get up right right and they were like man it's your show do what you want to do right right but there's times where i'm like oh. and i've had to hold back where i'm like god yeah. it's a great room and i want to get up but i'm like no i want it to just right. go the way right. it is right but yeah, I can still get my fix I when I run the show. I think and do you're getting the itch for it more and more. We're going to see you out at an open mic that's not your own here pretty soon. I just you'll see, I, swear, I, I promise I you this: you'll see me at open mics. Uh, probably coming up soon, but it won't be to perform or nothing. Really? And if I do get asked, I, it'll just be how I feel that night. Yeah. So like you said that, that night at Starters, when I walked through the door, I yeah. got a, one shot of Jack and a couple of sips. And right we barely right got out. in the yeah. door, and they were like, Adam, you're going up. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. I already knew that walking through the door, though, because right. I wouldn't have offered us up to Tony that right. day. Right, right. At the other place, if I didn't know me and you couldn't walk through the door and at and least hold it over until we got others right, in there. Right, right, exactly. And by the time me and you got up, we, Calvin Brown was already there. Popcorn yep. was sitting there. Like, we had a yep. couple good comics in the room, and we... Hell, we ran that night as long as we That was a good could. night. Yeah. It was a good night, yeah. Detroit Red did so, awesome. Um, shameless plug real quick, yeah. y'all. Detroit Red is the challenger for the Knuckleheads Comedy Championship. So make sure to come out to starters August 7th. Stephanie's on that lineup. Yep. 8 o'clock, make sure you guys come out for that. He's taking on Chef Bullet in his first title defense. So yeah. that's going to be fun. And they have been shit talking like nobody's business. I love it. I that, love it that too. That is what I envisioned when I made the championship <laughs> is exactly what they're doing. I wanted the promo videos talking shit back and forth. Right. I wanted it to be a competition. Does somebody like Detroit Red need to come out and do a competition? No, no. he doesn't. No, but He's it makes it fun. He's been doing this forever. But yeah. he goes, you know what? That made me want to do it. Seeing that belt made me want to do a competition yeah. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love that. That's what I envisioned when I first brought the belt out in the first place. But then, you know, Stromau won the championship last year at Comedy Madness in March. Mm -hmm. And literally, that was Saturday. We got shut down Monday. Right, right. For St. Or what, they shut us down Sunday night or something. The day before St. Patrick's Day. Right, right. So we couldn't do anything with it. He got to defend it a couple times, but it was nothing what... 
I envisioned it to be. Right, now right. what they're doing, I love it. Yeah, That's exactly, exactly what I what wanted. Exactly what you wanted. Um, so besides besides the death of your father and you know being you know have going through some shit, um, did anyone encourage you to pursue comedy or to go keep continue been, and to do the shows and everything too? I've been told since I was a kid. Yeah, I've had teachers. I've had teachers come out to shows. Yeah. Elementary school teachers, yeah. junior high teachers, high school teachers all come out to shows. Yeah. Because they're like, this is what you should have been doing from the get. Right. You know, and I tell them, look, comedy, comedy is comedy, okay? Mm-hmm. It's 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 a funny business, it is. Yeah. Because you, it, you could be the best person in one city. Like, even New York, for instance, or L.A. Right. You could be the best person in that city, but if the right person doesn't see you, then where are you matter. at? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, just like America's Got Talent. Yeah. T-Bar, and I'm going to say this because T-Bar was just on last she week's episode. On, yep. She uh, she didn't perform, mm-hmm. but they panned across and we've seen her and I think it was Heather Kyles with her, Heather right? was with her, yeah. Okay, so you have T-Bar and Heather Kyles. Mm-hmm. Two of the funniest ladies in Michigan. Right. Hands down. Definitely. T's got her own 30-minute special. Go check it out if you guys don't know who T-Bar is. It's on Amazon Prime, getting off comedy special, but... And she's on our shows all the time. Yeah, and she has but 47 other jobs. If she went on America's Got Talent uh-huh. and got those eyes on her, right. how many millions of sets of eyes are that, is that on her? Right. She could get that break. But in Detroit, unless that right person floats through, right. you know, like Jeff Horst got seen by Kevin Hart right. down at Starters. Down at Starters. You know what I mean? So you have people that will make it out of here, but yeah. you're going to grind away. And if you don't have the grind... Like a T-Barb, right. you, you're never going to make it out of here. Right. you, you got to be a hustler. Ha- yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I'm proud. And, you know, I hate watching comics leave like Marcus and G and Melanie and and and, and Jeff Horse, Justin S. I, I could name comics left and right. Right. have all moved back to L.A. or, awesome. you know, and a lot of yeah. them come, and, you know, and a lot of them come home. You know, mm-hmm. here and there, Mike Eshat contacts me all the right, time for right. shows when he comes home, Charlie Newhart. But I love seeing that. I hate seeing them go because like, it's not just yeah. a phone call yeah. anymore. But I love seeing what they're doing, where they're at. Oh, I wish them yeah. nothing but the best. But Oh, hell yeah. I, it, as far as getting pushed or, like, that go, it. I mean, the family kind of, I mean, family and friends looked at me like I was, okay, this is going to be a one or two time deal. Nobody expected this to turn into Knuckleheads right, comedy. Right, right, right. Like, and... Uh, they knew it was real because I looked at my uh, couple members of my family and I said, you know why it's knuckleheads and why it is purple and green. And they go, why? And I said, because my dad used to always call us all knuckleheads. My right. nieces and nephews, me, you know. Everybody. And then we were always big into comic books. So I'm like, all right, what colors am I going to make it? And right. I looked at the Joker. Right. Purple and green, we're Jokers, we're idiots, we're comics. Hell so that's yeah. why we're purple and green. It all makes sense. It makes sense. So, I like that. I didn't know that. And I'll even that. say this. Here you go. This will even justify this and back me up. Emily says this. She says, I've been telling him for the better half of 10 years that he needed to get on a stage. Yeah. And yeah. I, that's the thing. I had people telling me for years. We're telling her, too. You need to go do comedy. <laughs> you, need, you need to do comedy. And I just I never knew the first thing about going yeah. about it. And finally, a, a kick in the ass got me going. Got you going. And now we're where we're at. So I can't complain. Yeah. Who, um, who like, influenced you as a kid, com- comedy-wise, like comedians? <laughs> and I, can, I laugh because it's... And even now. It's what, 
Well, you know, I used to sit down with my dad and watch a lot of stand-up comedy. I've watched the Carlins and the Priors and the Eddie Murphys yeah. when I was eight, nine, ten years old. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, it wasn't just stand-up. I watched the slapstick, too, because we right. always watched the Stooges. Yeah, hell yeah. But uh, <laughs> We were big Stooge fans, yeah. too. <laughs> Gallagher was always a big one me and him got to watch, because that was the one we could watch during the day, and nobody would get that mad. Because it wasn't that bad. <laughs> right, he was smashing fruit He was and smashing shit. fruit, right. yeah. So, it was, you know, and I actually, I got to meet Gallagher a couple years ago. Uh, Rachel got us tickets to go out there to one Gallagher or Gallagher 2? No, Gallagher, <laughs> the real Gallagher. Gallagher. Okay. Yeah. And um, so we went out to one night stands and we're standing outside smoking a cigarette. Well, he started talking to people out there. Right. Started shooting the shit with me. We took a picture together. Well, then when I walked in, we were sitting dead, dead center front row. Right. So when he come out on the stage, he just looked down and see me and just started laughing. We had talked <laughs> for like 10, 15 minutes right, going right. back and forth. Right. <laughs> He's like, oh, you're And right here. Uh, at the end of the night, he handed out two mallets and he looked at me and he goes, here, you can have the big one. Oh, cool. And we got to go outside and smash shit. He brought up maybe a dozen people that night to smash. That's but awesome. Me being able to smash with Gallagher. Yeah. Oh, God, that was something else. But, awesome. I mean, even now, I, I listen to comedy all the time on Pandora. I've always watched stand-up. Like, I, Cat Williams, The Pimp Chronicles, yeah. that's one of my favorite stand-ups. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love Bill Burr. I, still to this day, I want Eddie Murphy to take a stage and do it again. I think he's got it. I, Robin I, Williams. Yeah. Robin Williams, I always thought, was like Alan uh, Parrish from Jumanji. And, right, you know, right, I always right. thought he was Mrs. Doubtfire. Because you've seen him in the movies, Holy but you never shit. saw him. Yeah. The first That's time I seen so a funny. Robin Williams stand-up, I lost my fucking mind. Hell yes. And I, I want to say I was 20-something by that point. Okay. And I'm like, no way. Yeah, I got... And it was the live on Broadway one, so yeah. you know it was good. I'm the like, comic shit. reliefs were huge in our household when we were kids. Like, anytime comic relief, that fundraiser was going on HBO, my dad had that on. We always watched Robin Williams on that. Him, Billy Crystal, and um, Whoopi Goldberg together were just, like, the most weirdest combination, Man, but, but so fucking good. Yeah, so that, fucking They good. mesh so well together. Even mm-hmm. now... You can go back and watch those. I think it was what the Just for Laughs shows, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, and comic, go, yeah, comic relief, and then they have comic the, relief. Just yes. for Laughs was the. Um, you can go back and watch ones. that now, right? And it still stands the test of time. Yeah. You're still gonna laugh, absolutely. And the, most of those jokes are from the '90s. Absolutely, that's just like, uh, um, damn, why is his name escaping me right now? Uh, One more thing about Robin Williams before we move, we, we go, we get that. Um, the somebody was talking to me about him the other day because I said he's my birthday twin. Like we're birth- oh, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. birthday twins, and they were like the only thing I remember from his or the one thing that I remember from his stand up. No matter how it's been like twenty years since I've watched one of his stand ups, was him like doing that, yeah, <laughs> doing the vagina, eating the vagina, and it's just him licking his arm. It was so funny. One of my favorite bits by him, and because it was so animated, you can't just listen to it; you have to watch it. Yeah, you can't. That's how he when was. He talks about in weapons of mass destruction mm-hmm. about. Um, Damn it, now his name's... But he threw the only no-hitter in baseball while on LSD. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, It, yeah, it was yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like... And just the way he, he described... Because he had done those trips. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So he's describing what it would be, and he goes, you whipping this ball past the cobra, past the sultan, into the vagina. I'm like... I know, yeah. And he's working it all out. Man, yeah. that guy was a genius. Genius. Yes. Genius. I love Robin genius. Williams. There's so many There's so many good um, influences. There were so many great... I mean, every decade, it's like 
we get blessed with like probably 10 comics that are going to be like in uh, in on things and in uh, TV and But they and have to stay in the year. test of time. Like yeah, a, like a lot of do. people throw Cat into that. And like as much as I love Cat Williams, Mm-mm. I don't I wouldn't list him in the top. I would put him in a top 10 from the last decade. Right. But I wouldn't say he's a comedian of the decade. Or going to have... That's, that's more like a Dave Chappelle. Yeah, yeah. That's a Bill Burr. That's a Tom Segura. People who stand the test of time right. a little bit more. Even, yeah. I mean, as crazy as it is and as dark as he is, Anthony Jeselnik. He's oh, been yeah. around for a long time yeah. and people don't realize how long he's been around. Yeah, he was really young when he so, first started. Like Amy Schumer, as much as I like Amy Schumer, where is she but You know, and I know she had a kid and all that shit. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't list her as a comic of the decade or right anything. Right now, yeah. She yeah. would get listed in the top maybe 20 from the last decade. But yeah. um, Besides the people who influenced you, like who makes you laugh now? Like really current comics or even people in the Anybody in the I book on a knucklehead show, that's why you should come <laughs> see them. Yeah. No, for, <laughs> sure. no, for sure. But like if you have anybody like specifically that, you know, that really makes you laugh that every time you, uh, every time you book them or something, you know, you can't, you can't stop rolling. Uh, well, quick shout out to Anita and Justin DeVozo t- tuned in. Hey. He says, uh, <laughs> he, he posted love you both, but it came from the knuckleheads account. Oh, but he did say love you both. And then Rage goes, ah, joys of having access to the company account. But um, <laughs> who makes me laugh now? I mean, it's still the same. I can go back to the old school shit and I'm still going to laugh. I'm more like of Carlin's filthy yeah. words. I love the list. That's why I have the list of birthday sales. Yeah. Because I looked and I'm like, somebody uh, that we've talked about recently mm-hmm. uh, told me that I shouldn't have a list of too many things. If I did it, because I used to, the 380 thing where I have the examples, I used to have like 9, 10, 12 of them, some shit like that. It's written down in my notebook in my backpack. And he told me, he's like, you shouldn't have that many. You know, you should just get four or five and straight to the point and get out while you can get the laughs. So that's why it always got shortened down. Right. But I have five great ones that I use right there. Right. So that's why I finally, after all the years of listening to Carlin... And more during the quarantine, being able to listen more to the older guys like that, the right. Carlins, the Priors, you know, shit like that. I'm like, he had way more than that on the filthy words list. Like, this oh, guy had yeah. how many different times he would add more and more shit. Like, by the time it was said and done, he probably had over 100. 100. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I'm no, like, no. so why can't I come out with 15, 20? And I do. Right. And you see, that shit, I love it. Yeah. The birthday sales are some of my favorite yeah. shit that I do. Because I love the groans that come in with right, it. Right, right, right. But, um, I mean, during quarantine, I watched a lot. Like, Gabriel Iglesias came out with a new one. And I still laugh ben at Fluffy. Ben loves Fluffy. But, yeah, I still watch Fluffy and still laugh at him. Yeah. Uh, we, I can still, him. a lot of people are sour on him, but Jeff Dunham, I get it. He's a ventriloquist, but that shit is funny to it me. It is funny. It is funny. Like, um, how many people, like, I remember young, my cousin, my younger cousins, like, when they were in high school and stuff, like, they were just always like, I kill you. You know, like, everybody caught on to that. Um, Chappelle. Chappelle. Chappelle is one that will always make me laugh. Yeah, yeah. The original, I will always be able to pop in the original Kings of Comedy. Yeah. I will always be able to watch Bernie Mac. Are you a Louis C.K. fan? Not really. Not really? No, I, I, I just, I, I never really got into him. Yeah. And I, I'm more of a Tom Segura guy. Yeah, I, Tom Segura I, I do is love good. Segura. Yeah. Um, what about the... Lately, I've been listening Kreischer. to... Uh, you like Kreischer or no? Not to really. an extent. Yeah. 
Um, I like Big J Okerson. Yeah. I think he's funnier than hell. Did I you like know, uh, Brad you know, Williams. Yeah. Did you know Bert, Bert Kreischer is like actually the the prim- the guy that they based Van Wilder off of? No. Yeah. Like <laughs> he was the guy that was in college that doesn't for shock seven me years, the partier. Yep, yep. They totally based it off of him. Oh man. All right. Well, that's uh, our little interview portion. And we're gonna take a break and then we're gonna be right back with more Adam Walsh. For being a friend. The people on live are looking at us like we're fucking nuts because they, they can't hear, hear the music. <laughs> <laughs> that was our uh, intro back uh, picked out <laughs> by our guest tonight, uh, Mr. Adam Walsh. And thank you for being a friend. Uh, the theme song from Golden Girls. You a big Golden Girls fan for sure? I love Betty White. You love Betty White? Betty White is my over 95 hall pass. Yeah. yeah. I don't even want to fuck <laughs> Betty White though. I just want to hang out with Betty White. I'm sure she can't fuck anymore. Oh my God. No, I bet Betty White is immortal. Yeah. Betty White could probably still fuck right okay. now. Yeah. 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 I'm sure she's got a new hip or something. She'll teach some motherfucker something. I bet. God damn. She's 99 years 99 old. 99 years old. She's going to teach somebody something. Dude, I loved all of them like Do- Dorothy was uh she was savage as fuck and then like uh fucking Sophia was gangsta as fuck I think it's my love for down. Betty because she's just it, the length of her career yeah yeah like they were all great B. Yeah. Arthur as much of a bitch as you heard about shit from her backstage oh yeah yeah but, yeah yeah B. Arthur all of them but uh, Blanche, I mean, how many times does Blanche get thrown out at a comedy Oh, God, that's <laughs> so funny. Nobody gets called fucking Dorothy, Sophia, We call Rose, Connie Blanche all the time. Yeah. <laughs> that was Kara's first, <coughs> Kara's shout out to, uh, called Connie Blanche, and now we all call Connie Blanche. T-Barb just did it randomly the last time she was yeah. there. Yeah. But I love, I love Golden Girls. Um, the, the whole, like, uh. Let's all live together as older women, and they're all single. And it was all, it, it was such up. a good premise and a good show. Um, and Sophia was was looked the oldest, but she was the youngest, the youngest out of yeah, them yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She burnt down shady pines and had to come live with her daughter Dorothy. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I used to watch that with my grandmother. The pan on the wall. Oh yeah, that nobody realized until it. what forty years later, right, people are exactly. they were realizing there was a cock pan on yep, the wall. Yep, yep. I'm sure that was Blanche's. <laughs> that's one of them. That's one of them shows that's going to live the test. We talked the test of time. Test of time. That is one of them shows. Yeah. Just like Mary. Married with children. Married with children. Just sure. like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. We're not yeah. too far apart in yeah. age. Yeah. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That was my shit. And I, that's where I feel bad for some of these kids growing up because they don't get to see shit like that. Mm-hmm. Fresh Prince, Home mm-hmm. Improvement, Family Matters, Good Times, uh, uh, In Living Color. Yeah. Look at how many people that came off so In Living Color. Tommy I said now back in the day, I was watching a video the other day, and... Uh, uh, 
I want to say it was Seinfeld was going nuts at the front of the class. It was when he was guest host there. Okay. Years, this was years and years and years ago. Right, obviously. right, right. <clears throat> but when you looked at the cast in sitting in the classroom, right, Chris Farley, Chris Rock, Rob Schneider, Adam, Adam Sandler, Sandler, David Spade. Right. I'm going. It looks like Grown Ups three. Hell yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, that yeah. was that, and that was only a handful of that cast. Right, right, right. Um, man. David Spade. Uh, yeah. Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman was on there. He was on there. Um, Daryl Hammond. <coughs> Daryl Hammond. You know, I just Come- read something the other day about yeah. Phil Hartman. Yeah. Like, do you know John Lovitz smacked Andy Dick's face off of a bar? Really? At, at a at a comedy club, like, three times, three, four times. Okay. Because Andy Dick had said something... He he was doing coke with Hartman's wife. Oh, that's when she relapsed and turned around and shot Phil Hartman. Right, right. I did hear about this. And and it, they were at a show. He said something to Lovitz. Lovitz said something back, and then they not, they didn't see each other for a while. Right. And then Andy Dick was in Lovitz's fucking restaurant. Right. And he walked up to him and told him that he put the Phil Hartman hex on him. Yeah, yeah. Said some shit. And then turn around, and it was shortly thereafter they ran into each other at a comedy club, and Lovitz demanded an apology. Yeah. And Andy Dick told him no, and John Lovitz, of all... If you guys don't know who John fucking Lovitz is, do yourself a favor. He was in Rat Race. Yeah. He was the weird Jewish dad in Rat Race, if you've ever seen it. He's always the chubby Jewish guy. Yeah. Yeah. Questionably gay in most of his roles. But he's not. No, No, he's not. He's totally, like, he's a total poon house. But he smashed the shit out of Andy Dick's face Hell into yeah. a fucking bar. And I never knew that. I, it yeah. just happened to be a, probably some clickbait. Well, I'm going to have a virus I think they or were all in Groundlings together, it. so they had some history, too. So, like, Phil Hartman, you can't be talking shit about, no, like, if your Phil best Hartman, buddy get, How do you got, talk shit about Phil Hartman? fucking killed by his wife. Jesus Christ. You don't talk shit about Phil no. Hartman. What did he ever do? Did you ever hear Phil Hartman out in the fucking news like you did a lot of these no, guys? No, he did his own Phil thing. Phil Hartman yeah. was his own... If Phil Hartman wouldn't have been shot and killed, I believe with what he was doing on Eight Simple Rules for my teenage day, oh, wait, for nope, dating my nope, teenage... Was nope, that him? Nope, that was uh, John Ritter. Um, Phil Hartman was on news radio. Oh, well then, fuck. Well, still, even... <laughs> yeah. Okay, Ritter even doing his thing... But John Ritter had the heart thing that happened. Yeah, but no, Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman, though, that was some fucked up shit. But she relapsed in, on coke, and she shot Because of Andy Dick. Because of Andy Dick. <laughs> So, I mean, like, I hope you feel like a dick, Andy Dick. Andy Dick fucking <laughs> ruins literally everything. And the thing with him is, is that he everything. always just is like, I'm sorry, I'm an addict. And I'm like, you really need to get your shit together. I like, think he's finally, you thing. haven't heard you a lot about him lately. Anymore. Many me tried to use that and we're like, yeah. mm, mm. you're not cute anymore, buddy. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah for Andy sure. Dick, you definitely can't <laughs> use that. Uh, but yeah, um, all the SNLs, that especially like, I know what you're talking about, that, that specific sketch. It, their scat, skit, um, just all the people in the audience is amazing. Like, I mean, yeah. it, you can go back. I just did it not too long ago and watched the uh, 40th anniversary episode. Right, right. And when you see how much shit mm-hmm. they really did over, I mean, from the ambiguously gay duo to more cowbell. Right. And then so, all mean, the Eddie Murphy stuff, Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood, man, and Celebrity Buck Hot Tub, yeah, like Jesus King Tut Christ. with Steve Martin. Like I'm all glad of those that old they ones. let Eddie do all the old ones. When oh they yeah, him back. that's that awesome. Was nice. All right, so this is the next part portion of our uh, show. Wait, is, as we're getting into it, Kev Johnson checking in. What's up, Kev Johnson? What's sir? up, Kev? 
everybody right there. Kev Johnson. This is the unsanctioned This is the unsanctioned seven. Our first live um, via Knuckleheads uh, webpage. <laughs> All right. So the unsanctioned seven. This is seven random questions that I pick for each guest. Um, and the first question is this like the first thing that comes to my mind. Anything, yeah, it, oh, yeah. And, and I didn't know if this was like lightning round. Uh, shit. Um, answer is honestly and truthfully. And uh, if you get stuck, um, we'll just edit it out. But you can't edit it out on the live, just so you know. <laughs> All right, uh, number one, you can have an unlimited supply of one thing for the rest of your life. What is it? Money. Money. Yeah. <laughs> Can we do an, uh, like, a, is there something at Red Bull? No, <laughs> no I, I'm trying to get away from the Red Bull. Mm, okay. No, money. Money, I mean, for sure. Cash is king. Yeah, you need that, and then you can get anything you want. Right. Okay, number two. If you could choose any two famous people to have dinner with, who would they be? Mm. Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters. Okay. And... Betty fucking white. Betty fucking yeah, white. Betty fucking white. <laughs> okay. Would you rather? Wait, is that an alive or dead question, or is that anybody? Any anybody. It can be. Yeah. You want to do an? You want to do a dead That's version? Fucking tough. That's the alive version. You want to do a dead version? Farley. Farley, and uh, Phil Hartman. No. No. <laughs> He's just gonna talk like Bill Clinton to you anyway. If you if you picked him. Belushi. Yeah, Belushi. Give Farley. me Belushi and Farley, and Hell I'd yeah. be happy. And you know you're eating well at that dinner, too, uh, yeah. by the way. <laughs> I don't know if I'm eating well. Those two motherfuckers <laughs> are eating eat well. well. <laughs> I don't know if I am. Um, okay, would you rather give up your smartphone or your laptop? My laptop. Laptop? Okay. I'd have to get everything off of it. Because you always have the laptop. <laughs> well, I do, and that's because nine times out of ten when you guys see me on there, I'm making up new flyers for the following week or that week, or right. I'm dropping shit, but uh, I do more for my phone than anything. Right, right. More posting and everything like that. This is really for... Just for making this stuff. This and uh, the, the slideshow at the shows, yep. and then uh, making the flyers and everything like that. But yeah. I could live without the laptop. Okay. Um... <laughs> what song or album could you listen to on repeat? ACDC, Back in Black. Back in Black, the whole album? Yep. Okay. Top to bottom without question. Hell yeah. Or Foo Fighters Greatest Hits. One of those two I can do top to bottom without question. Okay. Um, what is the last TV show that you binge watched? Friends. Friends. Let's I talk had never, about... I had never watched it. Yeah? Until me and Rach got together, and we got together uh, 420 of 2019. Okay. And finally, it was like late part of November, early part of December last year that I started watching it. But mind you, at the time, this Saturday will be, or this Sunday will be one year since we got engaged. And uh, I did it. I had her friend make a sign that said, will you be my lobster? I'd never fucking watched this show. I'd watched right. clips. I'd watched episodes here and there, but never actually watched. So you didn't really get it? No, I knew still... what it was. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I knew what it was. Yeah. <clears throat> but, um... Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't actually sit down and watch it until. Uh, yeah. Watching that like stuff in order year. too, it really like it makes it a lot better to me too. Well, like, you yeah, grow. Yeah. You grow with the characters. Yeah, hell and yeah, shit, hell you know? yeah. 
it's kind of like watching it on TV when and how it, how people were so invested in it. Like, because I mean, I watched it. It started. I was like fifteen or sixteen. I can get how people got so mad at it and got so yeah. invested in it because that's just like me, uh, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, I started watching it probably before the third season or after the third season because I had. I want to day say one for me. Day one. See, it wasn't. It wasn't for me. My yeah. ex fiance was into the shit. My best friend was into the shit. They used to watch it together. I didn't completely didn't give a fuck. I would watch Sunday Night Football or what the fuck ever. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. As they're watching it on DVR. But dude, by the third season, that's when it started getting think, really good. And I think <laughs> it was right. It, it was either right before or right after the third season because uh, one of my friends had him on DVD and borrowed it to me. Yeah. And I specifically remember them going over to Ireland in season three. Right, right. But it was from there, I'm like, fuck, I'm invested. And then I'm sitting there waiting with y'all for the, you know what I mean? Right, right. I was mad as a son of a bitch. Hell yeah. And there's still shows like, I, I don't watch, I, obviously with all the shows I run, I don't watch too much TV anymore. Mm-hmm. What I do watch, I'm very selective. Yeah. Uh, Mayans does it to me. Yeah. But I mean, I watch, I have all those on DVR because I haven't had a chance to watch them. But yeah. That's another one of them shows. He likes that one too. Like I couldn't get into the Mayans. I, I just I like the um I like Sons of Anarchy, but I really was apprehensive about it. I was like, this is not going to be my kind of show. It, and it, it was such a good yeah. show. Even and people are like, oh, I don't, I'm not. I don't know about the bike thing. And it's not about the bikers it's not. though. It's, it's about the, the characters. fucking yeah. storyline yeah. that Kurt Sutter is a genius. Hell yeah. I need to start watching. I need to, because I never really watched it when it was on, but the other show that he did, The Shield, like with Michael yes. Chiklis, I need to watch some of those because put that in my repertoire because that it was supposed to be an Rachel amazing never show. watched Sons of Anarchy before, and we watched it together. You we did? binged it, yeah, during yeah. the uh, quarantine. Yeah, it's so good. And then so I good. had her binge watch. She had never watched Bones before. Oh, okay, and okay. I love Bones. I started watching, we started watching that, and then I just like, I got, I, I, I don't have the time, you know? There's no. so many things, yeah. Um, but with Sons of Anarchy, uh, the only reason I gave it a chance is because Peg Bundy was in it. <laughs> she like, is fantastic. And she's an amazing She is actress. the most manipulative, evil She's my bitch. mom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. She played that role perfectly. Oh, God. Yeah. She toyed with everybody. People there. said she got that role because she's Kurt Sutter's wife. No. Who gives a fuck? She was born to play that role. Hell, like, yeah. There are certain roles in this world that people are born to play, and I believe she was born to play Peg Bundy, and she was born to play uh, Gemma Teller. Yeah, yeah, and and honestly, I can't believe she hasn't. She didn't get any really. She got nominated for like an Emmy, but didn't get it. You want a stupid fact, real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Since Married with Children's brought up, been brought up yes, a couple we times. Love it. <laughs> you know, Ed O'Neill's on Modern Family. Yes, as Jay. Yes, you know the newspaper that he reads on that TV show. Is the same newspaper that he used to read. I married with children. Get the fuck out! I didn't know that. That's awesome. He took a picture of it one day. I think it was Twitter or Instagram or something. And he said, "Zoom in." (laughs) And when you zoomed in, it was all the headlines from Chicago in like '85 or some shit, '86, like right after they won the Super Bowl. That's so cool. He 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 took that paper when they quit the show and. Now he uses it on Modern Family. That's hilarious. I love that. He's another favorite, dude. He he used to crack me up in uh, Wayne's World when he's the guy. He was the guy at the um, at the diner. Who's Glenn, the manager of Glenn. Stan Makita Donuts? Yes. Yeah, yes. Stan Makita Donuts. Oh my god! They used to drive like, through and be like, "Have yeah, you ever well, held a man?" That, uh, <laughs> All right, so that'll be two dozen honey curlers. That'll be four large coffees and two hot chocolates, right? And they're like, "Yeah." yeah. <laughs> 
How did you do that? <laughs> All right, next You qu- were broken a minute ago. <laughs> next question. Um, we've kind of seen one of your hidden talents just now with you doing, uh, you know, that recall of uh, that great scene. Oh, uh, do you have any other hidden talents? Uh... I mean, what do you consider a talent anymore? Well, like, I mean, we're fucking comedians. We go up there and we leave our <laughs> we leave ourselves open to every bit of judgment and uh, critical error and uh, everything else. I mean, uh, I have. To, I mean, a lot of people like some people say. I used to work my impressions into my set. Right, right. I've I only used, seen you do one. Yeah, the yeah. Hank Hill. Yeah. Because, I mean, everybody needs Strickland propane and propane accessories. Right, right. Because when you're cooking on Strickland and you're drinking a good, cold Alamo beer straight from the great (laughs) state of Texas, God damn it, Bobby, go let Lady Bird out. Like, yeah, that's always a fun one for me. I I love Hank Hill, but I've always been able to do him like... uh, the comic book guy from The Simpsons. Yes, yes. Just, ooh, it is no longer a collector's item. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've, I've always been able to do Kermit the Frog. Oh, my God, I've never heard you do that. Yeah, yeah, Kermit. That's good. That's really good. You know, all these bitches out here just trying to suck dick for heroin, but mm, <laughs> that's none of my business. <laughs> uh, uh, you want to know the one that creeps everybody out, though? Okay. Bernie is a dinosaur from our imagination. A, B, C, then one, two, three, the dinosaur sensation. Are you young enough to be a Barney kid? Are you uh, young enough to be a Barney kid? Uh, it creeped my parents out, so I didn't watch Barney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my cousins were There was really something into about it. a fucking purple dinosaur that not everybody got into. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, I was like, do we have to watch this again to every man. kid I babysat for? It was crazy. You know, Barney, there was like nine different actors that played Barney because oh, yeah. all of them ended up becoming like child molesters and oh, shit. Jesus. And I'm like, well, when you stick a guy, and I am not by any means saying this is good, but... Yeah. I mean, there's a fucking pattern here. You should probably get rid of the show. You kind of need to weed out all the pedophiles. Well, here's my, yeah, because look, my thing is, Barney was on for 20, 30 years. Hell yeah. Six, seven child molesters. Fucking Sesame Street's been on for a thousand years. How many fucking times you heard a snuffle up against fucking a kid? No, not him, but didn't uh, didn't uh, uh, the guy that do, does Elmo's voice, wasn't he like accused of like... Messing with young boys. Everybody for years said Everybody's Steve from Blues Clues was a cokehead and died and, and everything. Died, and then yeah. all of a sudden he comes out. He's like, just so you guys know, I'm not dead. Yeah, like, I just quit because I went bald and I thought it would be weird to be on a kid's show and be bald. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's exactly what he said. And then they, they're like, yeah. Oh, our kids get down with the Blues Clues still, <laughs> you know, We just got a ladder. We just got Mr. Mr. Uh, Salt and Mrs. Pepper. <laughs> oh, my God. That shit was so, <laughs> so dumb. Stupid. I know that shit because I got a younger brother. He's 13 years younger. Or 12, yeah. 12, 13 years younger than me. 12. Yeah. And uh, no, 13. Sorry, I lied. Uh, so I like when I was out of all that shit already, I had to get right back. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. I'm, like I'm a fucking 13 year old and I'm. Walking into the house and watching Bear in the Big Blue House is on. Oh, God, that one. Yeah, you remember that Mm -hmm. shit? Bear in the Big Blue House was on. Teletubbies was huge. And those things were fucking creepy because he had them ones that used to sit across from each other. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. And they would fucking talk to each other. Yes, yes. But you would turn them off and throw them in the toy 
bin, mm-hmm. and these motherfuckers would still talk at night. Yeah. I didn't get this shit. They were off. <laughs> and they're talking to each other. Yeah. It, yeah. No, no. Fuck. So I can't weird. do that. Yeah, man. like when whenever I'd have to babysit my cousins, um Yeah. Instead of yes. watching all of those things, like I would be like, let's just compromise and watch some Nicktoons. I'll get down with Rugrats. I'll get down with Doug Funny. I'm like, I'll watch any of that stuff with you kids. I still love Doug. Yeah, Doug's great. Doug's Doug, Rugrats, Our Real Monsters. Yep. Oh my God, Our um, Real Monsters is so slept on. That was such a good dude, show. Completely so slept funny. On. So funny. Uh, and I'll say this I love to this day, because I, I will now sit down with Xavier and watch it. Yeah. It's Animaniacs. Animaniacs, yeah. And when they came Pinky back the with it, too. I was so concerned. But then Steven Spielberg, he's like, no, I'm not doing this unless I have the originals. Yeah. And everybody, yeah. every single person down the last morsel of the barrel came back yeah and man that show's perfect yeah um from my, the first opening number the opening musical number on that show right it's you're back yeah. you're back in yeah. the 90s and yeah. i love it the th- um the first one that they did was uh the tiny tunes mm-hmm. tiny tunes was great. i remember tiny tunes, tiny tunes that was, was like great. a rip off of the muppet <laughs> babies though. it really was muppet babies like was muppet babies was yeah. what the uh, the Jim Henson character. That was yeah. That was um. Because they had like little baby Gonzo and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, uh, Miss Piggy, Kermie, yep. all of them. Um, and then, <coughs> and then they Tiny brought Tunes that back. Looney Tunes. They brought that. Uh, Disney brought that back. The Muppet Babies. They they have new Muppet Babies now. It's totally different. <laughs> Brent though. Tucker just chimed in on the Knuckleheads live. He said, "I got to look up Barney. That's wild. I loved That's all wild. the shows y'all said." <laughs> Um, Brent's a good guy. He's been out to a few shows. All right, so... What's up, Brent? I hope you've been good, brother. Yep. Last question. Uh, Fun. We're at seven already? Yeah. Damn. Give me the title to your autobiography. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't even know what it would be. You don't even know what it would be? I don't think I'm even close to being done yet. Okay. That might be it. I, I, yeah. I'm not even close to I mean, to if I put yet. out a book right now, it's I'm not even close to done yet. Yeah. Okay. And that that is. That's the way I look at it. I got me and you have talked. I mean, we'll leave shit off air, but yeah. we've talked about where I want to take it and where I see it in let's say three, five years. Hell, it's even twenty twenty two. Hell yeah. Um I'm look, man, I'm just it's more it's not just the money, it's not all that shit. I just enjoy the laughs. Yeah. Definitely. I love putting the lineups together. I love when people come out. Like, it's a family thing. You walk through the door, it's hugs. Kev walks through the door. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Any of the comics. It's all, and it's not just a respecting. It's because it is. it is. It's a giant family. Yeah. yeah, we all squabble. We all fight. We all argue. Whatever. Right. Everybody's got their own little cliques. Whatever. Call it out. I don't give a fuck. Detroit's mm-hmm. got its own little cliques of comedy. Right. Definitely. It is what it is. As long as we can all mesh together. You know, I put something out, and I'm going to say it right now, and, and it pissed off a lot of people a couple years ago when I put it out. Mm-hmm. And I, it was a picture. It was two pictures. One was from the stage to an empty, an empty theater. Right. And the other one was from the stage to a packed theater. Right. And I said, if your goal is to get out of here or even get your five minutes of fame or get seen or get recognized or whatever your goal is in this game. Right. Some people, it's a hobby. Right. Some people, it's a business. But don't you think you would self-promote more? Right. Okay? Yeah. We as promoters, and I'm not speaking for any other promoter. Mm -hmm. I'm speaking as a promoter, and I'm saying this is a generalized statement. 
we can only do much so much as promoters. I don't Absolutely. know your people personally. Right. So even if you take the 30 seconds to share out the flyer that I've already shared mm-hmm. to your personal page. Right. Do that. Right. You know what I mean? We yeah. can pack crowds. We can all get out of here. We can. We're all I, here to have people see us on right. stage. Like we're yeah. all here for the laughs. We're all here to for whatever your end game is with this. Yeah, that's like every, every get yourself to the end game. Yeah, every show, every show at New Dodge that I've thrown, I'm like constantly messaging people. I'm like, hey, is it your birthday? Come out, you know. I'm like telling people, come out. We'll make sure you have a good time. Make sure that we get lots of laughs from you. That's that's all we really want from you. Um, Had Richards checking in right now. Had Richards, I just seen your clip the other day from the Laugh Factory, sir. Great job, Great job, I seen that. I seen it, too. (laughs) Brent Tucker, I'm too stoned to find it, and my phone is acting up. Brent, I'll I'll send you some shit, bro. Don't worry about it. Give us a little bit of time. I'll send you something. Yeah. Um, Okay, so real quick, I just wanted to to go into something here um, about you. Uh, what more you, about me stuff? You hit me up. <laughs> you hit me up. You hit me up. We deep dive to the comedy soul. After, after I met how this you. shit goes? Listen, yes. listen, listen, listen. I just want to tell him something. I met you at Harry's, and you hit me up and gave me a chance to do a spot at your open mic when you were doing it after uh, the showcase at Rusty Now. Yeah. And that was the one and only time that got ran, too. And it was. It was. It was me, Nicoletti, and Ryan Brown. Yeah. And, and, you, and I'll, ne- yeah, go ahead. Because so, I already know where you're so going. So when with this, this started, when this all, when he, okay, so that night, it got rowdy as soon as the headliner went off. As soon as, I think it was uh, Melanie. No. Or Kev. Melanie. I think it was Kev. Kev. Because okay. Melanie, yeah, Kev, it was Kev because uh, we were waiting on, not to call him out, but we were waiting on Stan Bank to get there. Okay, okay. And uh, Melanie just had shown up with Kev. And oh, I, okay. I, I was like, you want to do a couple minutes? And oh, she's okay. like, yeah, Melanie never says, especially if she's already there, she never says She's no. awesome, yeah. So she got up and I only asked her to do like five to seven to buy me a little bit of time. Right. And she ended up going up there slaughtering for like 15 she minutes. She did, she did. And, uh, first time I no, saw her. No, God, God bless her. Thanks, Mel. But, yeah. um no, yeah, Kev was the headliner yeah, so, at that show. So um, it got a little rowdy. The, cr- the crowd wasn't paying attention anymore. Nicoletti went up there and just, it, it, like, we just felt awkward because he was, like, he's trying to get people to pay attention. And I go over to... Bless his heart because that shit was not easy. It was night. not easy was that night at all. He was still new in the game. Yes, yes, it was I not mean, easy. still new in the game, yeah. but... It God bless Nicoletti's heart for that. I know as much as I talk shit, but <laughs> this is all Soul of Detroit serves. Oh, okay. So shout out real quick to Maurice at Soul of Detroit. Put it on my tab later. <laughs> I needed one when I left before so, I got um, to Joey's. So, yeah. So, anyway, I you asked me flat out, do you want to go up still? I'm like, I've been here for three hours. Yes, I'm going up. And he was like, okay, that's what I like to hear. So... Um, after that, he hit me up to do a guest spot for the Laughing with the Ladies show, and something had happened where Rebecca couldn't host, so you asked me to be you the host. Slid into that spot. Yeah, so you asked me to host. So I was like, okay, cool. This is like a good shot for me to like actually go out and do something and try to you know be on a show and host something <laughs> other than my open mic that I do every week. Right. And during that night. Like, I kind of lost my momentum. After T-Bar, I introduced T-Bar, but I lost my momentum. And you and Jason Vest took me in the back, and you guys both got in my face and said, this is what you need to do. You need to talk to that crowd. You need to be more yeah, with the did. audience. <laughs> and, and, you were, and you were just, like, basically, like, get your energy up, go out there, and kick ass. And, I mean, I have two of the most, like, because you are animated. I, I'm sorry. You and Jason Vest both, two Absolutely. very animated people in my face 
getting at me and it hyped me. It hyped Sometimes me Sometimes you got to be a little extra people. And I went out there and I did it. I did exactly what you told me to do. And then from that, just so that all the other comics know, like that's how we started um, working together more. And you asked me to do Julie's and then Gratiot Pub and so on and so on. And, and real quick, real quick. I, I do that with a lot of comics. Yes, absolutely. There are a lot of comics out there that will tell you that I will grab them and change something. Yes. I will I will offer my criticism. Yeah. It, it's not always good. Mm-hmm. But that's me as a promoter. I right. got to tell you what I don't think is going to work at that time. Right, right. That's why I've got people. I put it out in the in the Comedy Network group a couple weeks ago, spots that I had open at Rusty Nail and Solo Detroit. Right. Well, I'm sorry. Not everybody made the list at certain places because I don't think you're a good fit at that place necessarily. It depends. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, it is what it is, but I apologize for however you may feel. Right. But it's how it is. It is how You're going to do great in one room, but why am I going to throw you to the wolves in another? Right. Exactly. It exactly. makes no sense. Why? Because it makes you look bad and it makes me look bad. Right. Right. I'm not going to do that. I'm here to try to build you people. If you got it, Jacob Russell came up and asked me the other day for my opinion after the Gratia Pub opened. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Gave him my opinion. Right. Now, all of a sudden, he's going to starters on Saturday because I made a call to Detroit Red for him. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and you got you to gotta try it. And you, that's what I think. I think that's why it's, I think that you guys liked my comedy because I had been out doing all kinds of different rooms. And, and I, I don't care figured, who you are. If you've yeah. been in this game a fucking month or yeah. if you've been in this game 20 years. Right. If I see something that I think can make that better... I will tell you. Right. Ask Stromile. Right. Stromile's my fucking business partner. Yeah. I will tell him all day if I think something can be better. Absolutely. All yeah. day. Kaz, DeVozo, you, it, Bullet, is the Wayne, best Kev, anybody. Yeah. I've done it to everybody. Yeah. But I want you to know that I really appreciated that. I appreciate you. Um, I love you. you taking know I taking a good taking a chance on somebody who's like, I mean, honestly, uh, she's 40. Uh, she's a mom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Age she might not shit. show. She might if you're not, funny, you're funny. But I'm saying she might not be able to show up all the time, stuff like that. But you know what? I mean, I try to be as professional as I can. I look I can at this as a, as a, I can look at it. Like, for instance, I'm a sports guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when I. For instance, when I perform, I always make sure I videotape my sets. Right, right. Just for the simple fact of I like to watch my mannerisms. I like to see where I work the stage, you know, how I work the crowd in that particular area versus an audio. I can't see all that. Right. Well, when I look at my lineup, I always have one or two backups in my back pocket. So this way, I may not have messaged them and hit them up just so they didn't set aside the date specifically for me and then not need it. Right, right. I just know I have a few people in my back pocket that, okay, if this one happens, it's next man or woman up. Yeah, yeah. That's how it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's who can get here. Right, right. Who wants time? Who wants to get some laughs? Yeah. Who wants to work on material? Who? And, and that's another thing I wanted to say, too. And there like, are very few people that I have told no to on a stage. Yeah. Very, yeah. I can count them on one hand. Right, right. So. Um, and that's the other thing, too. I think that what, what you do, like how, you know, you see us you see us open micers out there and you actually give everybody a chance like i i actually think that that's a good thing i mean there's the, we got a new girl coming out next week um for cody Calabra's birthday and uh that's that's really interesting that's it too anna mcmahon is anna 16 McMahon years is, old yeah 16 years old i will give her a shot and you Hell know yeah. what she was funny the other night to the point of i gave her an extra three right you don't i'm sorry you don't see that often right right you see that when somebody is on fire on that stage, like Kaz a few weeks ago with that. Oh my! Oh my gosh! gosh. 
Now that Sweet, was one of my favorite, Jesus. favorite, favorite times. Yeah, he's got that on Steve Instagram. Cat. He does. Or I it's to... on. It's on his YouTube, I think, on the on the comedy vlog. Yeah. Something. Message him and ask him where it's at because I, I watched I it and I fucking died the, watching it again. The, gr- the girl's like, uh, she's like, she's like, what are you trying to do? And he's like, I'm trying to fuck. <laughs> like, it was her. It's like I'm trying to lay pipe, bitch. Lay I'm pipe. like, oh my god, kiss. <laughs> so funny. Well, you know what, Adam? I just wanted to tell you one more time. Thank you so much for, you know, just being a friend. Love you, <laughs> Travel down the road and back again. Um, thank you guys all for listening. We don't Adam, travel go a ahead big and... road with this. Oh, like, yeah. I'm not. Not just Ascoda. <laughs> no, no, no. And look, I'm gonna give us. I'm gonna give you a cheap, shameless plug real quick because, well, she's on a few of these shows. But look, you can find us everywhere. Yeah. People know that. Yeah. We, the best thing about us is we don't have a club. Yeah. We have venues. It's it's constantly different people changing over. You right. know what I mean? It's right. not stuck in one area. I can move to different cities Heck and get yeah. different people. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, the next few weeks, we got, what, Solo Detroit tonight in Sterling Heights. Yeah. So, if you guys ain't doing shit, come out to Solo Detroit. Uh, Rusty Nail tomorrow yep. in Clinton Township. Brett Solferino's on that. Who's, uh, who's uh Daryl Scott's hosting it. Shorty's on that show. EJ Watson and Brett Solferino. And Solferino. Okay. Uh, tonight is Jay Harris, Ryan Brown, and Marv Ross. Nice. Strohmile hosting, of course. Nice. That's gonna um, be a good show. Tuesday, of course, we got the open mic at Gratia Pub with Stephanie and Charles hosting. Yep. And then next week, um, obviously, Solo Detroit. I don't remember that lineup right off the top of my head. Uh, Franklin Wilson's on that lineup. Yeah. Hunter Marcel Miles and popcorn and popcorn and oh, then yeah. next Friday it's Cody's birthday. Yep. So we got I'm hosting. Jake host is or Jake House is out there. Uh, Stephanie of course is hosting. Uh, Anna's on that show now all of a mm-hmm. sudden. Mm-hmm. And then what do we got? Pe- uh, uh, Devozo. Devozo and uh, Cody Clark. Nicoletti and Nicoletti yeah. and Cody for his birthday. Yeah, yeah. So we look, we're always around. We got. Uh, you asked me about this the other day if the webcast is coming back. It is, but look, it's summertime. Yeah. We <laughs> no reason to sit in the house on a Sunday night if it's a nice 70, 80 degrees right, outside. Right. So we'll, we're bringing that back, especially with me going into surgery. I'm going to be pushing for that at least twice a month. So yeah. I have some sort of fucking sanity. Hell yeah. Uh, and then we've been talking about doing something. So I just yeah, we stay got- tuned. And if y'all. Stephanie's on a lot of our shows. She hosts a Tuesday open mic, which I love her to death because between her and Charles, I, all I have to do is walk in and throw a speaker up. Absolutely. So I love you guys. For that. You made life easy. We're comic hunting every every time we're at an open mic. <laughs> and that's the thing. Even with the open mics, and uh, Charles, me and him were just talking about this Tuesday night. Uh-huh. And uh, he goes, you know, before the pandemic, it was getting to the point where every week you could almost make the list before people came out. Or before I even posted about uh, having spots open. Right, right. I could almost make the list. Right. And it's not like that anymore. No. It's, we got different fate, almost, I mean, we take 10 seven-minute spots, five five-minute show-up go-ups, and then that's it. Yeah. But from there, I mean, we have, what, maybe two or three of the same faces every week? Yeah, yeah. If that. Yeah, yeah. So we got constantly uh, faces changing. So come out, see stuff. Yeah, and I like to see different people, too. That's why I will actually, if I meet somebody or whatever, I will hit them up because I'm like, you know what? You need to come out and be seen, too, because you maybe you haven't been seen on this side of town. You've only been seen in Hamtramck or you've only right. been seen, you know, Detroit. So that's that's what I've been doing. Like, we've I've brought a lot of people out there that we haven't seen before. But um, give out the Knuckleheads uh, 
All your your Instagram, your Facebook. Oh, go follow Knuckleheads uh, on Facebook, Knuckleheads Comedy, YouTube, Knuckleheads Comedy, Instagram at KH Comedy 313. Then check out the website, khcomedy.com. Okay. Got all of our shows on there, flyers, pictures from shows. We got merch on there. Um, so go support local comedy. It, not even just Knuckleheads. Support comedy period right i mean we all need laughs after this shit we've been through Hell so yeah. Hell yeah. just make it to a show get some laughs you know if you enjoyed the set by the comedian buy him a drink Hell yeah if you come out to a venue or a bar or restaurant whatever make sure you tip your wait staff please yeah. and please be patient yeah that's one thing i gotta ask you guys we working. have a lot of people coming out to shows these last few weeks and you just please be patient with the wait staff yeah People are still understaffed and shit. And, like, I can tell you, they got four girls at Solo Detroit plus Mayo. They bust their ass yeah. every week. Yeah. They do their damn thing. But, look, it's still, I mean, when you're taking care of 60 people and you're exactly. only four or five people. It's exactly. Exactly. Um, and for all of you there uh, that are listening or watching on the live, um, I, my name is Stephanie Ann. You can... Uh, be my friend on Facebook if you'd like. I am the Downriver Diva. And then um, also follow my uh, it, You know what? You need to change your name to the Kinda Downriver Kinda Downriver Diva. Is <laughs> my neighborhood too nice? I, like I said, I expected broke down pickup trucks and fucking old tractors and shit. Like old craftsman tractor on the front lawn. John Campbell, uh, he was the last guest on and he pointed out that there is a trailer park right down the street that he passed on the way here. So it is a little bit, a little but bit But is it more. one of those with the upgraded trailers and everything? No, it's a tin can trailer Oh, park. it's a, yeah, it's a straight yeah. down river. Yeah, okay, okay. Straight. So, okay, hop, skip, and jump and yeah. we're down river. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. our dirty little That's secret. That's what it is. We have everything <laughs> hidden around the corner. That's where the heroin addicts are at. Yeah, okay. but make sure you follow uh, Sanctioned by Stephanie and you can listen to this on uh, on Apple Podcast, Spotify, all the things. Um, I don't have. We don't do lives. This is my first video for of the show. So thank you, Mr. Knucklehead. No, thanks for having me. Seriously, <laughs> this was fun. I love you. When I, anytime I call Stephanie, she's always got time for me. Thanks to Ben for letting her constantly come out because. Hey, it ain't easy to to be a, a significant other spouse in this game. It yeah, to and watch somebody walk out the door every night to just go out and try to tell jokes and not make money or kind of make money or whatever the case is, like it ain't yeah. easy. So thanks for letting me pull her constantly from you and the kids, dude. Uh, and thanks, Steph, for fucking having me and always being there when I call you to Thank come out you. for yeah. whether it's a show or whether I just want to bitch or something. Yeah. Steph's always answering yeah. the phone. I'm so always answering it. my phone. And you and know she's what? She's usually Shout really yeah. uh, agreeable, too, because she's usually <laughs> bitching about the same things I am. Um, Shout out to your fiance Rachel, the queen of the knuckleheads. Queen of You're knuckleheads. on her birthday show too. I am on that? her birthday show too, August twelfth, um, Solo Detroit. But Thursday. shout out to Rachel for all she does too, because let's let's uh, facts. Let's say the facts. Rachel's doing a lot, and she's going to be she helping is. you out a lot here. She's going to be month. running the shows yeah. when I'm down. Yeah. So. So when you all go out, make sure go up, give Rachel a hug. Yeah. Make Buy sure her a shot, do something. Cause give, give her a hand if she needs help. <laughs> no, and, and seriously, I will give her a huge shout out because I love her to death. And it's it's one of them things that, man, if it weren't for her, Knuckleheads definitely wouldn't be where it's at. Yeah. I mean, like today, I, I, told, I told you, I said, I'm going to Solo Detroit to set up real quick and then I'm on my way. Yeah. Uh, guess what? The back drops. The only thing that's got to get set up, but that's, that's Rach's thing. Yeah. But then again, at the same time, I'm a baby when I'm hurt. 
Yeah. So when I'm down from that knee, I'm going to be a fucking ass and a baby about it. Yeah. And then not being able to run the shows and everything. Like, she's going to take on a lot. Yeah. So everybody give it up for the queen when you see her out there. Especially, and like we talked earlier, if you got somebody that drops off a show. Yeah. yeah. I had somebody drop off the Solo Detroit show. We talked about it about a month and a half ago. This motherfucker texted me at 635 saying he wasn't going to make it. My show starts at 7 over there, Ben. Yeah. 7. Yeah. It's it's a lot, but I just wow. want I want everybody to know um, uh, we yeah we're doing all kinds of things. It's gonna be great. Um, but yeah, check out everything for Sanctioned by Stephanie, and thank you again, Adam. And we're out anytime. Yep. Bye. Love y'all. Be safe. See you at a show.